Adult content intended for an adult audience only. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. Eco-Friendly Cleaning by TX Tall Tales It started as a good deed. I swear. Makes you wonder sometimes. And why best friend Nick was on his honeymoon. 28 years old, he was on his second marriage. In my opinion he hit the jackpot with this one. Alice was attractive, had a good job, and was an absolute sweetheart. Good for him. He deserved it after the first miserable go-around. At least that cheating bitch had moved away, and we didn't have to be around her anymore. Doubt I was responsible for watching over his house while he was gone. Not much to do, really, no pets to take care of, or plants to water. I had a key for emergencies, and I checked his mail. That was about it. Doubt I knew that his new wife would be moving in with him upon their return, and letting go of her apartment. Nick's place was a bachelor pad, and he wasn't the cleanliest person in the world. I looked around, after emptying his mailbox and checking for any packages left on the front stoop. He made an effort to knead it up, but it really could use a woman's touch, and a thorough cleaning dot I knew just the people for the job. Intimately as it were dot my wife of six years, Brenda, had started a cleaning service a couple of years earlier. She was a real neatnik. Our home was always spick and span and I wasn't complaining. Her friend Gail was similarly cleaning compulsive and over some beers one evening they came up with the idea of starting their own service. I was happy to sit in on the discussion and add in my two cents where appropriate. I knew a little about starting your own business, since I'd done it twice. The second one stuck, and had been paying our way ever since. The conversation had entered the realm of differentiation. How they could make their business stand out. So much of the commercial cleaning products are crap. My wife argued, somewhat intelligently for the amount of alcohol she'd imbibed. Full of poisons, too, Gail added. I stopped using most of them. I'm using the Mrs. Myers stuff almost exclusively now. It doesn't even cost that much more. Myers? Have you tried the seventh generation cleaners? So much better, Brenda argued. They got into an argument over what the best natural and organic cleaners were. Shows how much I know. I'd never heard of any of them. Seventh generation, Mrs. Myers, Castile Soak, Traders and Banami and homemade solutions with orange, vinegar and other stuff. I sat back and kept my peace, content to watch them. Neither was hard on the eyes, and I figured as long as I didn't cause trouble, I had a fair chance of getting lucky that night. They eventually decided their gimmick was to use eco-friendly cleaning materials, good for the environment, and all that hooey. I didn't think much of the idea, but didn't want to rain on their parade. I worked with them on the business basics, marketing, business plan, bank accounts, etc. I even funded the effort, and we agreed to use our vacation fund that year to give them a start point six months and they were getting down in the dumps. Their business was slow taking off, and I was pumping a little more money into it every month it seemed. Not a lot, but the ladies were almost working for free. Brenda seemed to be always tired, and in a bad mood most of the time. I was considering asking them to give up the business. It was rough on our marriage, a drain on our bank account and didn't seem to be going anywhere. We were gathered together at our house, on a Sunday afternoon. Just the four of us, my wife and I, her partner Gail and her husband Ron. The conversation returned to the subject of their business, and the issue of differentiation. The eco-cleaners didn't appear to be enough. Ron started the conversation down the slippery slope. 
If your customers saw how you cleaned our house, you know damn well they'd all be repeats. Gail blushed, and I raised my eyebrows in question. Panties alone is about the most conservative outfit she wears. Ron! Gail squealed. Of course, the visual that came to mind was not something I would share. Gail was pretty enough, kind of plain pretty, but her body. Damn. Some serious attention grabbing tits, and a nice round ass. Little thicker around the waist than absolutely necessary, but I sure as hell wouldn't have minded seeing her scrubbing the floor in just her panties. It's true. Her birthday suits her favorite outfit. I grinned. I know I'd pay a premium for a maid like that. Stupid, I know in retrospect, but I blurted it out. Remember that French maid outfit you surprised me with? I reminded Brenda, heading off any grief. She smiled. Oh yeah? That got your motor running. Gail was taking the whole thing more seriously than I expected. Maybe something like Hooters. Shorty shorts and a tied-off ultra-tight t-shirt? Think that would have them ringing the phone off the hook? Every red-blooded single male in the area. I laughed. Most of the married ones, too. If they could get away with it. Ron said. Brenda was catching on. You really think so? Would they pay extra for it? I looked over at her and Gail, who seemed to be seriously considering the idea. You would do that? She shrugged. No worse than going to the beach, really. Maybe a bikini top and tight shorts. Gail leaned forward eagerly. We could give them choices. Sexy maid, lingerie, bikini. Different price points. All your staff would do that? Ron asked. Don't know if all of them would, or if we'd even want them to. I imagine for the right price we could find plenty. Get a raise from $9 an hour to $15 and raise our prices by $10. I know I could find the girls. The question is would it really work? A week later, after endless discussions they were determined to try. I wasn't feeling 100% comfortable with the idea and made sure that Brenda knew it. It's just an outfit, Dave. We'll make sure it's very clear there's no touching, no solicitation, nothing of that sort. I've looked it up. There are lots of companies doing something just like it. In most major metro areas. We'd be the only ones around here. I'm still not sure I like all those guys ogling my wife. I insisted. She laughed, climbing in my lap and hugging me. With the girls I'm lining up, I doubt they'll be doing much looking at me. There's a lot of young hard bodies looking for work. Looks like we can pay them as much as $20 an hour and still make a nice profit. College girls, single moms, underpaid liberal art majors, there's a lot of them out there. Maybe the management should wear more conservative clothing. More professional. She shook her head. No way. That's the big secret. We show up looking sexy at that initial meeting, lay out all the ground rules, and set the hook. Then the cleaning crew does the real work. What if I said no? I told her. She looked disappointed. I wouldn't fight you on it. You've been so supportive so far, I have no reason to complain. Please don't. I think this could be the key. We've got the experience now, and the infrastructure. The costume part could be the beginning of something big. You know nothing bad would happen. I'd never allow that. Let us at least try. Please? She went into her sexy routine, kissing me, wriggling sweetly in my lap. I can never thank you enough for all you've done so far, but I promise, I try really hard. Really, really hard. How do you say no to the woman you love chasing her dream, when all you have is a niggling little worry? I couldn't doubt I went into support mode once again. I found a college kid to do an improved website for them, with interactive online reservations. Choosing the outfits, adding gallery of photos. 
A little search engine optimization, some paid ads, and business picked up a little. They had two cars, and we added fancy wraps advertising their business, for impressions and word-of-mouth referrals. Their staff was four underpaid undocumented ladies they had working with them for about $9 an hour. Two weeks later they had replaced two of their four, and added four more, at anywhere from $15 to $20 an hour. They almost doubled their prices. It was working. They were finally getting to the point that both teams were busy about 30 hours a week. Brenda's mood improved, and our sex life, which had almost died off in the previous six months, was finally off life support. We were getting intimate at least twice a week. Not all I was hoping for, but a big step in the right direction. We were still pretty young, and my wife was always a looker. Giving her foot massages, back rubs, and taking care of her aches and pains was starting to pay off a little. Thank God, cause each rub down left me horny as hell. I was lying beside her, after a particularly enjoyable weekly love fest. Things look like they're getting better for your business. I mentioned. Better, but not great, she admitted. I had no idea it would be this difficult. How's the repeat customer business? I asked. Not nearly what I was hoping for. I thought by now we'd have a few dozen weekly or at least bi-weekly regulars. I know we do a great job. The costumes are bringing in the new business. I wonder why they don't use us more often. Have you thought about an incentive program? You know, multi-level memberships, VIP customers, that type of thing. Why? We clean all the places the same. She sounded a little irritated that I had the temerity to tell her how to run her business. I leaned over and stroked her flat belly gently. Damn, she was a fine-looking woman. Maybe you could give them a discount for being a weekly customer, or preferred scheduling times. A choice in cleaning crews. Provide bonus cleaning activities that you only do for VIP members. The kind of things people never want to do. Windows, blinds, dishes, silver polishing, even ironing. You think anyone would pay for that stuff? Sure. If I wasn't married to the perfect wife, I'd be happy to pay to have my shirts ironed once a week. Light bulbs changed, especially the hard-to-get-to ones. Window cleaning is a pain, but maybe you could team with a window company and give each other business. I don't know, you're the expert, I'm just trying to brainstorm. Some way to get people to sign up and use you exclusively. She grinned. Isn't that your job, to use me exclusively? She reached down and gave my alter ego a little rub, teasing me. Sign me up for the VIP. I told her, leaning over and taking her nipple between my lips. You can clean my pipes anytime. Yes, sir. One for the ultimate cleaning experience. I trust you'll be satisfied. She surprised me by leaning over and taking my semi-hard cock in her mouth. She didn't do that very often, without a lot of cajoling and near-outright begging. I moaned my appreciation, and after only a minute or so, she had me ready for a second round. She straddled me, sliding my rod into her naughty bits, and leaned over. You're the best you know, Dave. Never complaining, always willing to help, supporting me completely. Even with the costumes. I don't tell you often enough how much I appreciate that. I'm sorry I haven't shown it more in the last several months. It's a difficult thing, starting a new business. I'll admit it's been a little hard on us for a while, but I think it's getting better, and if it's what you want to do, I'm behind you 100%. The tender look in her eye, the loving way she spoke, had me wanting her more than ever. She was rocking back and forth slowly, deliciously. Thank you, baby. I'm going to make sure you know how much it means to me a lot more often. You deserve it. A little over nine months ago, they seemed to finally turn the corner. They were constantly busy, and had added a third team. It meant longer days, 
and busy Saturdays, but I could see how happy my wife was, and she did her best to make sure our time together was quality. Brenda was contributing to the household account, and I was pleased to see our coffers slowly growing. Three months earlier she had surprised me with a check repaying our original investment. We had Gail and her husband over for big stakes, and I bought my first bottle of Dom Perignon to celebrate. We got toasted, and Gail cornered me in the kitchen, letting me know how much she appreciated my support for their effort by tickling my tonsils. Things were looking up. Our sex life had gotten much better, which I attributed to Brenda's new success. We were active at least a few times each week. She always took Sundays off, and made sure that Sunday mornings were a time for us to get reacquainted in the bed. From that turning point months earlier, she would give me oral almost every Sunday. In the last couple of months she even continued it through completion. The night of our big celebration, she let me go down on her, and afterwards she blew me until I came, and even swallowed. God, I was living the good life. Our sex had taken a 180. There were still things I'd like to try, anal was one of them, but it looked like they were still off the menu. I wasn't going to complain, and didn't pressure her, since it seemed the menu was slowly growing. New positions, oral, even using toys. After two years, our relationship seemed even stronger than before she'd started her business. The only downside was kids. Or lack thereof. We talked about it extensively while dating in the first few months after we married. We both wanted children, but we were young and wanted to get established first. I felt like we were there. We had a nice home, I made almost six figures a year, and we had money in the bank. Brenda kept putting it off, saying she wanted to make sure her business was going strong before hitting it with a pregnancy. We were both in our late twenties by this time. Not in a hurry physically, but it sure seemed to me like the time was right. I decided not to push her, but still had a date in my mind, where I wanted us to move in that direction, or duke it out doubt of course, her business was where I turned to do Nick this favor, even if he were absent and wouldn't enjoy the view. I was sitting in his study, after looking over the place and determining what he needed. I decided to go online and set it up. It was a last-minute decision and I scheduled it for the day before he was supposed to arrive back home that I brought up the cleaning website and was surprised to see the message. Welcome back, Nick. Nice little touch. He was automatically logged in as a VIP guest. I was a little surprised that he was a regular user of the service. His house certainly didn't look like it had been cleaned recently. Maybe he'd stopped using it, with the expenses of the wedding that I hadn't been on the website for almost a year, and was amazed at how good and professional it looked. I hit the button to schedule a cleaning, and was brought to the VIP page. I was more than pleased that I was able to schedule the cleaning with such short notice. It did mean scheduling a morning appointment, starting at 8.00am.at the top of the page were three pictures of preferred outfits. Sexy maid, lingerie, and bikini. The sexy maid was the cheapest, and since there'd be nobody to see, I went for that one. Even so, the $10 an hour upgrade for the other two outfits seemed like a bargain. When it came to the actual cleaning, there was a long list of checkbox items to choose from. I saw she had taken my suggestions to heart. I decided to go all out and ran down the list, checking most of them, each with an additional charge. Some of them were typical weekly cleaning items, others were the specials I had mentioned. The kind of things you might only do once a year. I started with checking the full-service weekly cleaning box. I checked mattress flipping and was surprised it had two choices, top-down or bottom-up. Weird. Seemed like the same thing to me, so I checked the first one, bottom up. Baseboard, bathroom detailing, vent cleaning all seemed like useful items. 
Blinds seemed like a no-brainer. There was even a checkbox for decorative arrangements. Like I said, it felt like the place could use a woman's touch, so I checked that one as well. It was a little more expensive than I thought it would be, amounting to over $300. No wonder my wife had been able to pay back the original loan. I accepted the charges, and was surprised that there was no way to pay for it. On the final confirmation page, it stated it would be paid from the active account. Damn it! Now I was going to have to pay Nick back when he returned, and he'd know how much I'd spend that oh well. He'd appreciate it. Even if he didn't, I'm sure his new bride Alice would. Two days later I took the morning off for the cleaning. It was my business after all, ownership had some side benefits. I set up in his study, doing the little work that I could do remotely. I was waiting for the doorbell to ring, so I could let in the cleaners that I was on the phone to one of my East Coast clients, when I realized I could hear a vacuum running. I finished the call, and opened the door, to see a team of scantily clad whirling dervishes cleaning like mad. A short, curvaceous Latina woman walked up to me in her French-made outfit, abundant cleavage on display. La Senora Estelista and El Dormitorio Principal. If my high school Spanish was right, the missus was smart in the principal's bedroom. I followed the pointing finger, to figure out why she was smart. I opened the door to Nick's bedroom and my heart almost stopped. There was a beautiful naked woman lying on the bed, belly down, legs spread and tied to the bedposts. Her hands were handcuffed and attached to the headboard. She was blindfolded. A pillow lifted her hips in invitation. She giggled, and I almost lost my breakfast. You're back a day early. I thought you said you were done with our service, Nikki? Being married and all. Couldn't give it up, could you? I felt my body quivering, a cold sweat breaking out on my forehead. My wife Brenda was lying on the bed, naked, waiting to be used. Apparently a common situation. Her little laugh, always so cute, now sounded like fingernails on a chalkboard. I know you're there, Nikki. Why so quiet, cat got your tongue? I can't believe you finally opted for the bottom-up service. What's the matter, sweet Alice won't let you play in the back door? And blinds? Getting a little kinky, are we? You said you always liked to look into my eyes. What's changed? I could feel my heart pounding, my blood rushing into my head. Sadly, I also felt it rushing into my lower appendage. The bitch would never let me in her back door, but it looked like any one of her customers could get that privilege for the right cost. I moved closer, and saw the glisten of lube already applied to her forbidden hole. I was furious. She started thrusting her butt into the air. Come on, lover. I know you want it. What's with the silent treatment? Is this part of the game? She shook her legs, and rattled her handcuffs. Decorative arrangement? Is that what it is? You want the little role play? Oh, sir, please don't hurt me. She whined in a high-pitched young girl voice. I'm so helpless. Use me if you must, but don't hurt me. Fucking slut. Our marriage was over, but I'd use her. Hell yeah. She'd deprived me of that ass for far too long. I stripped off my shoes and pants, and climbed up on the bed behind her. Oh no! She giggled. Not my hiney, mister! Please, not in my bottom! I'm still a virgin back there. Right. I aimed my cock between her cheeks, guiding the head in, and pushed mightily. She groaned, and pushed back as I slowly sunk in. Take it, Nikki. Take my ass. Fuck me, baby. She growled, as I started stroking into her. It only took a few strokes before I was bottoming out inside of her. Is it tight, baby? Barely used, you know. Only special clients. Favorite clients. What took you so long, Nikki? She grunted as she took my pounding of her ass in stride.
Does it excite you to know you're getting something that even Dave doesn't get? VIP service? Excite me? She was pissing me off. I fucked her hard and started slapping her ass. The bitch even told her clients that not only was I a cuckold, but they were getting action she denied me. I was still in shock. My best fucking friend. It was impossible to understand. I thought we'd had a good marriage. I'd been certain of it until about ten minutes earlier. How the fuck had I missed this? Yes. She cried out after the third or fourth good hard slap. Punish me, Nikki. Spank my ass. Make me pay for being a naughty slut. Your slut. I leaned over her, holding her shoulders painfully tight, pounding my cock into her ass for the first and only time. I'd never touch her again, the dirty little skank. My wife was a fucking whore, and I'd put her in business. She had finally stopped talking, crying out softly with each powerful stroke. I was surprised I was lasting as long as I did, within her tight sheath. She started mumbling a series of cries to God, her ass thrusting back firmly against me. So fucking beautiful, and such a fucking waste. I felt the tears in my eyes as I realized how this had to end. My marriage was over. Hell, my life was over. She was moaning continuously. I felt her body tense up and she squealed her release. She was coming. The cheating bitch was coming on my cock from an ass fucking. God damn it. She got off on this shit. She loved it and still kept it from me. Her husband. Her loving, clueless, cuckolded husband. God, you make me come so good, lover. Nobody can love me like you. Come in me now. Fill my filthy ass with your cum. I drove my hips against her with a vengeance, the bed creaking dangerously, the headboard pounding against the wall. She was whimpering as I drove her into the mattress. Bottom up. Bitch. With a groan, I realized I couldn't hold back anymore, and pumped my cum deep into her bowels. Those traitorous bowels, which had taken other loads, who knows how many, but not mine. Not until now. When I was finished, my thighs trembling from the effort I pulled out. I reached down and untied each of her ankles. God, Nikki, that was incredible. She sighed, turning on her side and speaking down toward me. Then again, you're always incredible. That blindfold of hers was getting on my nerves, but I decided to leave it for just a little longer. I moved up the bed and saw the handcuff key hanging on a string from the chain. I undid the handcuffs, and she turned onto her back, smiling. I laid down on her, holding her one last time. We'd had some good times, Brenda and I. Too bad I'd married a lying cheating whore. No more good times for us. Ever. She reached for her blindfold and pulled it off, squinting and blinking rapidly. I saw her eyes focus and take me in. Those beautiful eyes I'd fallen in love with. I ran my fingers through her long dark hair, trying to capture that feeling for an eternity. Dave, she whispered nervously. Oh God, Dave, shh. I told her my finger over her lips. You know how much I love you, Brenda? I've always loved you. From the first time I saw you. I always will. Please, baby, let me explain. My hands moved to her neck and started squeezing. Not a word, angel. Not one fucking word. It was just... I squeezed harder, cutting off her air. The stupid bitch wouldn't listen. I continued squeezing, my fury raging through me, watching her face turn red, my fingers digging into her tender skin. After several seconds she started to struggle, pulling at my hands, hitting my arms, her body squirming underneath me. I squeezed harder, her eyes bulging in fear, face turning scarlet, lips turning white. Her fingernails were digging into my hands, desperate. I eased back, 
hearing her gasp. Mouth gaping open for breath. Listen, love. But don't say a word, understood? She was holding my wrists, her breath catching in her chest. She nodded. You have two choices. One, you speak, say one goddamn thing, make one stupid excuse for being a lying, cheating whore, try to justify it in any way, and I swear I'll finish what I've started. Nod if you understand. I squeezed her throat to make sure she understood, and she nodded quickly. Good. Your second choice, and it only lasts for a few minutes is this, you leave this house, you get in your car, and you start driving. I don't care where, but you drive, in as straight a line as you can away from here, and you don't stop until it's dark. Don't look back, and you'll never see me again. Don't go by our home. Stop using my last name. You will never contact Nick, Gail, or anyone else from your whoring company. You will disappear. I will leave the joint checking account and your ATM card open for two weeks. Then I close everything. You are a ghost, a memory after that. You gave me several great years, so this is my gift to you. I ever hear from you again, even a hint of you, and I will hunt you down and finish what I started. That I promise. You contact anybody, and they'll get the same treatment as you. That's anybody. Family, friends, I don't care. I pulled back and saw tears in her terrified eyes. You understand I mean every word I said? Choose carefully. At the moment, I'm hoping you choose option one, I really am. She climbed off the bed and silently got dressed. I laid on the mattress, watching her, my juices dripping down her inner thigh. When she was done, she turned toward me at the doorway, with tears rolling down her face. I'm sorry. You'll never see me again. For a moment I was sorely tempted to jump up and deal with her for speaking, choosing option one, but I let her go. I put on my pants and noticed the cleaning team had finished and moved on. I sat down and drank straight from Nick's best bottle of bourbon. As I sat there, I started to get angry. Angrier. My fucking best friend. My wife. Damn it. Someone was going to pay. Ten minutes later, I had the beginnings of a desperate plan. I got off my ass and hit the door. In fifteen minutes, I was in the Plano Spy Center security store. I'd driven past it dozens of times, but never imagined I'd be using it. They were helpful, and I have to admit, they had dozens of solutions for what I was looking for. On the way back to Nick's house, I picked up a few more odds and ends. Within a couple of hours after my return, I had the place wired to the nines. The gear wasn't cheap. Most of the hidden cameras cost several hundred dollars apiece from that damn store. But that was okay, Brenda's business was going to pay for it. I damn certain make sure of that. Fake smoke alarm cameras, hidden book cameras, fake wall charger cameras, I had them all in place, with phase one complete. I started on phase two. I trashed the place. Brought in dirt from the yard. Pissed on the carpet. Cut up a fish and placed pieces of it deep inside several of his vents. Did the same with some raw chicken. Went to the garage and flipped the circuit breaker on the kitchen. Crammed a fistful of paper towels into each of the toilets. I even opened up the shower head and stuck a piece of fish inside it as well that I shook up a beer and let it spray all over the guest room. Another for the master bedroom. I left the bed as it was, trashed. Didn't worry about DNA or anything. Hardly likely a simple case of vandalism would be inspected that carefully. Besides, at that moment, I didn't care. Finally satisfied with my effort, I left the back door wide open and left a muddy trail across his porch, walking back and forth several times, leading to the back of his yard. I broke a window leading into the guest bedroom, from the outside, and opened it. I made a few more tracks across the back deck to the window. 
tracked the mud into the guest bedroom. Phase two complete, I headed home. Time for phase three. I dealt with accounts and credit cards, reporting the cards stolen, closing out the ones I could, and moving money out of the joint accounts back into my business account. I'd need some anonymity, and to hide my trail. So for about $300 each, I set up a couple of Nevada corporations with 24-hour turnaround service. Amazing how easy it was. Ten minutes on a website, and everything was started. Now to deal with Brenda. I loved her, I did. Unreservedly for over seven years. For those seven years, I left seven grand in the joint account. A grub stake for her new life. One week from now, I'd close it out. I hoped she made good choices. It was getting late, so I made a call. Phase 4. Hi Gail, Brenda asked me to give you a call. Dave! I've been trying to get hold of her. She never got back to us after her morning cleaning. Did something happen? She sounded nervous, and I was wondering if the cleaning crew had said anything. I'm not sure. I got a call at work. She said she had to go out of town, apparently some kind of imminent death in the family. I had no idea. It was all so sudden. I forgot to mention that the imminent death was Brenda's, if she didn't disappear. I'm sorry to hear that. Did she say when she'd be back? No word. I imagine it'll be a few days. She didn't pack much. I think that was fair to say. Nothing wasn't much. You'll let me know if you hear from her? Tell her I hope things get better. If I hear from her, you'll be the first to know. I woke up after sleeping far better than I ever expected to. I went to work, like it was any other day, but checked the accounts regularly. She was using her ATM card, had taken out a few hundred dollars, and filled her tank at a gas station in Louisiana. Looks like she was running toward Florida. There was no charge for a motel, but she might have used cash. It was no surprise when I got a call from Nick in the late afternoon. How was the honeymoon? I asked. Dave, my house was trashed. When's the last time you were over there? My God, really? I checked your mail and stuff day before yesterday. It looked fine then. I'm certain I locked up afterward. Looks like they broke in through a window. They left the place wide open. There were three goddamn cats in there when we got home, and the place was a complete mess. Why the fuck would anyone do that? Damn neighborhood kids, probably. Vandals. You have no idea who would do that. Nobody pissed off at you personally? Hell no. As far as I know, I don't have an enemy in the world. It doesn't make sense. Probably just bad luck. Real shame too. I know that Brenda had her team over there a couple of days ago to get the place cleaned up for you when you got back. Belated wedding present. Shit. Is she around? I could really use her help getting everything back in order. Alice was supposed to move in tomorrow, but not the way it is now. She had a family emergency. She had to leave town. Sorry about that. Give Gail a call. I'm sure she'll squeeze you in. Between her thighs, I thought. Yeah, I think I'll do that. Damn the luck. I felt a little better. As I saw the jigsaw pieces of my plan slowly snap together. At home that evening, I went to the study, where Brenda did all her business work. Her computer was password protected, but nothing special. She used the same three passwords for everything, and this was no different. I guess the whore trusted me. Thank God for all the people who knew nothing about security. I laughed at how easy it was to access all her stuff. Logging into the business website, it automatically filled in her username and password. Thank you, Chrome. One click and I was in doubt a few hours later. I knew it all. When the special services started, how the repertoire was expanded. Who the clients were. 
how often they were serviced, what they paid. Nick was scheduled for a full cleaning the following day, and I was pleased to see he had opted for some of the specialty choices. Nothing too crazy, but he had opted for the top-down mattress cleaning, which was straight sex, and the vent cleaning, a euphemism for a blowjob. Nice way to spend the day after your honeymoon I printed off names, addresses, emails, phone numbers. I had a use for those. Next, I checked into the bank accounts. Again, automatic password filling came in helpful. Their bank account was quite flush, with over 80 grand in it. They'd been clearing better than 15,000 a month for the last few months. I checked deposits and withdrawals, and was a little surprised to see that my wife hadn't been dipping into it. I'm not sure why that was, but I was going to keep an eye on it. Back on my computer, I had received an email with my new corporate information. It had taken less than 18 hours to get it back. Pretty amazing. Thank you, Internet. Opening a Cayman Islands bank account was only a little trickier. Most of it could be done online, with a phone call, and some notarized documents, and a passport with an apostle, proving its authenticity. I was going to be busy. The good thing was once I had the process in place, it would be easier to open the next ones. Back to the Nevada corporations, two more opened by the previous corporations, the money coming from my wife's ATM slash Visa card. Paid the premium for 24-hour service again. I was getting good at this. Hopefully after this week I'd never have to do anything similar again. After being in the dark for nine months of adultery and lying, it felt good to be doing something. Anything. Things were working out well for me so far. I think I'd covered most of my bases. Another check of our personal accounts, and I saw that Brenda had transferred six grand out of our joint account to a new one. She was in the Orlando area, from the look of the ATM charges. She was still using the card, not trying to hide that I hadn't asked her to, and she didn't seem to mind leaving a trail behind. I guess she figured that if I wanted to find her I would. No emails, texts or phone calls from her since she'd left. Looks like she'd taken me seriously. Good. Nobody ever said she wasn't smart. A lying cheating whore maybe, but not dumb doubt I considered cleaning her stuff out of the rooms, but I opted not to. When I reported her missing in a few days, I wanted it to appear that I was expecting her return. Still no contact, no messages. She was gone. I used my key to get into Nick's place after he'd finished his cleaning appointment. It looked clean, but smelled bad. They had deodorizers all over the place. Made me smile. I reviewed the recording on the hidden cams and hit pay dirt in the bedroom. I had guessed correctly he couldn't resist one last VIP treatment. All I needed. I swapped out the cameras and left long before he should be home. Back home I checked out the video more carefully. There was Gail, entertaining Nick with her VIP services. Good picture, HD. Faces very clear. No doubt, Gail was another slut, sucking and fucking on demand. I watched it twice, for the informational value only you understand. I had to wonder if they both charged the same amount. Gail wasn't as attractive as my wife, nor did she seem to be as skilled. Those tits of hers, though, something to be reckoned with. Overall, nothing to sneeze at. The equipment might have been a little pricey, but it worked damn well that I had all I needed. Phase 5. Private VPN service from an inexpensive used laptop, using a Starbucks network. Not perfect anonymity, but pretty good. I had my two newest corporations up and running, and completed the process of opening the Cayman Islands business accounts. Final banking step was to open an account in Switzerland. The truth was, I had no idea if what I was doing would work. I'm not some financial whiz, but I'm a googling pro. 
It only took a few minutes of research on the internet to understand how these foreign accounts operated. It took a few thousand to open each one, but I wasn't spending the money, just moving it around. Didn't cost me much more than a few hundred a year, and that wouldn't be for long. I was putting a dent in my own accounts, fronting the money, but figured to get it back. The Swiss account wasn't one of those famous numbered accounts. Nothing that fancy. A simple garden variety Swiss checking account, with all the privacy and protection that came along with it. I actually had to have a face-to-face video conference and tell them where the money was coming from. I was honest, explaining it was from my own corporation. I told them I was looking to expand operations into Europe. I made the initial transfer, and I was set out I felt I needed one more day for everything to come together. I was itching to pull the trigger, but convinced myself to wait. I didn't sleep well that night. Nervous and eager. I got a call from Gail the next day, and wondered if I'd waited too long. Dave? Gail here. Have you heard anything from Brenda? Not a peep. I told her honestly. Not that I ever expected to. It does have me a little worried. I thought for sure she'd call when she got to her family's place. Me either. Nothing. It's not like her. Aren't you a little worried? I'm starting to get that way. I could understand that things might be getting hectic out there, but three days without word? I'm going to call tonight and see what's going on. Did she? Did she say anything about cleaning Nick's place? Nothing. When I spoke to Nick, I thought he said he was going to have you over for the VIP service. I couldn't help myself. It was stupid to say, but I felt the urge to poke at her. Oh. He mentioned that? We did clean up. After the mess that some vandals made of his place. It looks like Brenda did a clean-up before she left. She never mentioned anything to me about it. You either? No. We don't talk much about her day-to-day business. Is there a problem? Not really. I mean, it does make things a little more difficult, not having her here. I bet. You have to whore yourself twice as often? I tried to keep the anger out of my voice. When I talk to her, I'll make sure to remind her to call you. If you hear from her, let me know, all right? Okay. I'm just worried for her. And getting a little sore, maybe? Me too. If there's anything I can do to help, let me know. After I hung up I knew I couldn't postpone things any longer. I called her family. It was a calculated risk, but I was pretty confident she would be keeping a low profile, at least for the moment. They confirmed that they hadn't heard from her, and expressed concern when I told them she'd left town, supposedly headed their way. Give me a call if you hear from her, please. I'm starting to get worried. I played the concerned husband the best I could doubt I started the final phase. I transferred the money from their business account into the first of the Nevada corporations opened in her name and paid for with her ATM card, all by anonymous VPN. I didn't take all of it. I left enough to cover the bills, so nothing would start bouncing yet. After that, I erased her hard disk, removed it from the machine, and replaced it with a new pristine OS. The old drive was disassembled, the platter drilled, and the pieces scattered. No turning back. The next day, Thursday, was the riskiest, and I called in sick for a few days. It was a long drive to the border, and it took me the better part of a day to get to El Paso and into Mexico. About $1,500 later, I was on a flight to Mexico City, and from there to the Caymans. I withdrew the money from one bank and walked it over to the next, where I deposited it. I was a little paranoid about my shell game and wore a ball cap and sunglasses to disguise my look. I spent the night and returned to Mexico the next day, thoroughly exhausted. I had held on to five grand for expenses. 
still managed to leave over $80,000 in the new account. I made the drive back home, once again paying cash for everything. There was a lot of risk in what I was doing, without that much payoff, but I couldn't help myself. I still burned with anger. At my wife, the cheating whore, her slut partner, and my ex-best friend, who'd been banging both of them. With the money two steps removed, I started part two of the payback. Back to my internet cafe, VPNs in place, I inserted the USB and started uploading. It took the better part of two hours to complete my machinations, and then the emails started their inevitable path of destruction. My anonymous mail drop in Denmark was converting emails into snail mail and mailing them off to the desired recipients for less than $2 a piece and a $100 setup fee. A few hundred dollars to maximize the pain. Digital and hard copy, taking no chances. I destroyed all the evidence I could of my involvement and sat back. The next few days were ugly. My phone never stopped ringing, with angry spouses screaming into the answering machine about what a slut and whore I was. I assumed those calls were from my loving wife. The company website was shut down, to no surprise that I called the police and reported my wife missing for the last four days. They asked why I hadn't reported her missing earlier and explained that she'd been out to visit her family, and when I hadn't heard from her, I contacted them and they knew nothing about the visit. I gave them the information on her car, and told them that she'd removed several thousand dollars from our bank account. Over six thousand dollars. They took my information but didn't seem overly concerned. I know it appeared she just took off. Sunday morning I had a visit from the police. I welcomed them into the house, and explained I hadn't seen my wife in a week. I told them about her disappearing and my reporting it. They had a warrant and took my wife's computer. Good luck with that. They probably would have taken my laptop, except I had left it at work. Not by accident. Their little visit was anticipated that I let them go through her belongings, and I confessed that it only looked like she'd taken a few outfits. Not more than a week's worth. Minimal amount of cosmetics, too. Looks like she left in a hurry, one of them said. I have no idea. She called me and told me she had to visit her family, and she was gone when I got home. How long have you been involved in this scheme of theirs? He asked. Since day one, I've helped her with the cleaning business. I didn't know about their extra services until I received an email a couple of days ago. Not the kind of thing a man likes to find out about his supposed faithful wife. I told them. They had a few more questions, and in the end, I promised I'd contact them if I heard from her. I didn't figure it would be the last time I'd see them. I decided to pay my best friend a visit. Ex-best friend, I should say, although he may not have known that yet. He opened his door to me and ushered me into his house. God, I can't believe what I'm hearing about your wife and Gail. Is any of it true? He asked. As if he didn't know. Fucking asshole. I don't know. She took off several days ago, and I haven't heard from her since. It doesn't look good. His new wife Alice came out to join us and offered me a beer. From the way she was acting, it appeared that Nick had managed to intercept any information about this involvement. Nick was acting nervous, but he tried to put on a good act. I'm so sorry to hear this. I never would have expected it from Brenda, from either of them. If there's anything I can do to help, you can count on me. Alice sat down beside him, holding his hand. How sweet that I pulled out the pictures from my jacket pocket and spread them out in front of them. You could tell me how long you've been fucking Gail, and if you've been fucking my wife as well? I told him. The look of shock on his face was great to see. He started to reach for the pictures, and I saw his wife pull some of them over in front of her. Nick? She asked softly, the worried look on her face painful. Nick tried to grab up the pictures.
It's not what it looks like, baby, he said. This was a long time ago, before you and I got involved. The day after your honeymoon? You weren't involved then? I asked that I could see him getting angry. Where did you get this? It's all fake. I sat back and sipped from my beer. Funny thing about that. I received an anonymous email asking me if I knew what my wife and her partner were up to. Sadly, I didn't. Now I do. Her scheduling logs accompanied the email. Looks like you were getting their VIP treatment at least once every two weeks for the last six months. I received a nice video of one of your cleaning sessions. Would you like to watch it? Still in denial, he turned to his new wife. It's not what you think. I swear, it was just cleaning. According to the schedule, Brenda's team took care of you three out of four times. As you can imagine, I find that a little disturbing. My supposed best friend is fucking my wife every couple of weeks. Why would you do that, Nick? Why would you fuck around with Brenda? Especially when you'd been engaged to Alice almost that entire time? I... I didn't. He whined. I sighed. Standing up, I turned to Alice. If you want to see the evidence I have, you're welcome to stop by any time. It's pretty damning. He fucked Gail twice after a welcome home blowjob, the day after you guys got back. Why? Nick asked me. Why are you doing this? You fucked my wife, you asshole. Everyone was doing it. It wasn't going to change anything between us. I laughed. It changes everything. Next time I see you, you fucking bastard, you'd better start running. I'm going to destroy you, and you've got it coming. Dave, shut the fuck up. Don't ever say my name again. Don't speak to me, unless you're begging me to stop hitting you. I turned to the door. Have a lousy life, dipshit. It was almost midnight, when I found Gail tapping on the back door glass. I went to let her in, she looked like shit. Where is she? I have to talk to her. Gail whined. Whore number two. So nice of you to come over. I said, she turned red. It wasn't supposed to be like this. We were already slowing things down. You have to believe me, Dave. Brenda and I weren't involved in the VIP treatment anymore. We had escorts who did that. I have pictures and video that say otherwise. I reminded her. She sat down, clearly upset. Just a couple of the original regulars. That's all. Even those we were weaning off the service. It was just until we got the business off the ground. I understand. You were only part-time whores now. How could I have missed it? Please, Dave. Where is she? I have to talk to her. I don't know. I really don't. Haven't seen or heard from her since she left. Gail gazed at me nervously. This isn't your doing, is it? I wish it were. I'd rather she was here, and I could tell her what I think of her cheating whoring ways face to face. So much harder to get a divorce for abandonment. She, she took our money. Almost all of it. I need that money. I need it for lawyers. Ron threw me out. I'm not even going to fight him about that. I can't be in that house. The police have been there. Lots of angry wives. The phone calls never stop. My family knows. Everyone knows. She was crying now. Poor little slut. Feeling sorry for herself. I got up and opened a bottle of wine, pouring her a glass. She took it and drank down half of it quickly. I refilled it for her. What are you going to do? I asked, trying to act concerned, when all I really wanted to do was laugh at her. That and get a peek at those big tits. I, I don't know. I'm almost out of money. My bastard husband shut down all the credit cards and bank accounts. I don't even have enough gas money to get home, if they'll even take me in. 
She looked up at me, openly crying. This isn't what I wanted, Dave. I swear. It was just until the business could stand on its own. We spent over two years trying to make a go of it. We couldn't let it fail without making one more last-ditch effort. I sat down next to her, taking her hand in mine, even though it made my skin crawl. Gail, you cheated on your husband, just like Brenda cheated on me. Over and over again. For money. How did you think it was going to end? We never thought we'd get caught. It was only a few times to start with, you know. To close the deal. Married men who couldn't afford to talk about it mostly. Also secret. Nobody would get hurt. There was no love, no affection. It was a simple business deal. You understand, don't you? Her hand was clinging to mine like a life preserver in heavy seas. I'm sorry. I don't understand. I can't. I thought my wife loved me, but she was fucking around with half the town, including my best friend. She turned and clutched my hand with both of hers. She does love you. More than anything. You were so good about everything, helping us every step of the way, never complaining. I only wish Ron had been half as understanding. We talked about you so much. You're everything to her, you know. Everything. Hardly. Cheating, whoring herself out, and then running out with all our cash. She took your money? A little less than $7,000, pretty much everything in our joint account. I closed out her credit cards and other accounts, at least until I hear from her. Gail seemed to collapse on herself. What am I going to do, Dave? My marriage is ruined, I'm broke, the police are coming after me, and I don't have a job. I removed her hands from mine and stood up. I returned a little later and put five $100 bills in front of her. She looked up at me, smiling. I, I wish I could turn it down. Thank you? I held my hand out to her, and she took it, allowing me to pull her to her feet. She might not be as good-looking as Brenda, but she wasn't an eyesore by any means. Come on, baby. Let's go to bed. I felt her stiffen up immediately. Bed? I figure that's worth a few mattress turns and vent cleanings. Enough to get us through the next couple of days. I saw the joy leave her face, replaced with resignation. I'm just a whore to you now, is that it? I nodded, tugging her along behind me. Not just a whore. A special whore. When I've fantasized about more than a few times. She trotted along behind me, up to the bedroom. Go ahead and take a shower, clean up. This won't be horrible. I told her. What happens after? She asked, her voice shaking. We have a little fun. You get to stay here, instead of having to get a motel. I'll probably choose to enjoy you several times. I've been doing without for better than a week now. When you feel you need to leave, we'll settle our account. In the meantime, you can hide out here. She looked up and nodded. I, I guess that's more than I deserve. Thank you. She cleaned up nicely and made herself pretty for me. She came to my bed naked and started in on giving me a blowjob without my having to say anything that I'll give credit where credit's due. She was good, damn good. Much better than my wife at that particular task. She took me in her hot mouth, sucking me like her life depended on it, which I guess in some ways it did. She was able to take my entire length, the first couple of inches sliding down her tight throat. I'm not huge, I'd say average, but it couldn't have been comfortable. I was quite happy with her performance. After a few delicious minutes, she pulled off. Would you like to finish in my mouth? Or would you like something different? Your mouth for the first time. You swallow, right? She nodded slowly. Not normally. I will. For you, Dave. Excellent. You're very good, you know. 
Much better than Brenda. She smiled at me. I know I'm a distant second place. She's much prettier than me and had a lot more requests for her services than I did. At least at first. She grinned. You're definitely first in blowjobs. Now finish me, please. She started toying with my cock. In a hurry? Or would you like me to drag it out, have a little fun with you? Take your time. I'm enjoying this, and I don't believe either of us have anywhere we need to be any time soon. She nodded, licking my cock naughtily. Would it be okay to put my car in your garage? I'm parked half a block away. I didn't want to cause any trouble for you. A look of shame crossed her face. Any more trouble than I already have. After. I'll probably need a little break after the first two times. We can do it then. Her hand pumped me slowly. Thank you, she said softly. She took me back in her mouth, and I had a good twenty minutes of the best blowjob of my life. I could see why people would pay for it. She could take me right to the edge and back off, making me ache, almost biting. She had no issues with deep-throating me regularly. Her cheating little tongue was devilish, teasing me, licking, bathing my balls, caressing my taint. She looked up at me after my latest groan, her eyes sparkling. I saw a little moistness there, whether it was for her situation or for the throat fucking, I had no idea. I could see she was done playing, and she became aggressive, stroking me firmly, pounding my cock down her throat, sucking voraciously that I didn't warn her. I let my cock explode between her lips, doing my best to drown her. I moaned as she sucked me dry, her cheeks hollowing, her tongue gently working me over. Leaning back, I lifted her head up to look at her. Damn, Gail, you really are amazing. Ron's a lucky guy. She looked sad. Was a lucky guy. I doubt he and I will ever have a chance to do that again. She leaned her head on my thigh, her body shaking softly. I can't believe it. Everything ruined. Our lives, our marriages. Just because we were too proud to let the business collapse, to look like failures. She moved her head and took me back in her talented mouth. A few minutes of effort, and she had me ready to go. This time? She asked. Ride me. I told her. She nodded. You want to use a rubber? I won't ask you to. I'm clean. I've never allowed a single client to use me without a condom. Not once. Not even Nick or Jerry. Jerry would be her husband's best friend. I'd have to make sure Ron knew. Then why me? She straddled me and eased herself down my cock. She might have been upset, but she was soaking wet, definitely ready. When she had my entire length inside of her, she laid down on my chest. I've always had a thing for you. You have to know that. Especially the way you supported us. I? I'm sorry we betrayed you. Maybe even more than I regret doing it to my husband. You deserve better. I held her ass in my hands, driving in and out of her. I did. She clung to me, holding on tight. I know. God, don't you think I know? I'd do anything to turn back time. To do it all over. Just walk away from it all. You know what the sickest part of it is. I ground my way into her, feeling her ass muscles tighten. What is the sickest part? This, she murmured, driving her hips down onto my cock. Ninety percent of the time I didn't enjoy it, you know. I did it for the money. I really am a whore. But this? Being with you? My little secret fantasy? My stupid whoring around made this come true. That's the sick party. The guilt is tearing me apart, but I'd never be able to say I resented this result. Even if it's only this once, using me as the whore I am. I chuckled. Trust me, beautiful. 
It's going to be more than once. I had her sit up, leaning over so I could access to those tits I'd been fantasizing about. Everything I hoped for and more. She seemed to enjoy me nibbling on them, biting her big nipples, rubbing my face against them. She even giggled, switching from one to the other, moving them to my mouth. It was more than once that night, using all three holes. Hell, I'd paid for them, Han and I. We showered together, and she laid in my arms, naked and available if I felt the urge. How did it start? I asked softly. She cuddled in close, voice barely audible. Pretty obvious in hindsight. We made it clear that there would be no fooling around, no sex, no touching. We got stupid and started teasing that the VIP regulars might get a little something extra. That had them lining up, but then we had to provide something. We started with topless cleaning. She grabbed my hand and put it on her breast. Such a simple stupid thing. Show him our tits, right? No big deal. An extra $30 a session, and at least one of the crew would be topless. Turns out every one of our crew was willing, for an extra $7.50 an hour. Easy money. She sighed, reaching down and rubbing my cock. Damn slippery slope. $50 and we were cleaning naked. The guys were getting brazen, watching us in their robes, playing with themselves, offering bonuses. One of the girls gave a hand job for an extra $50. A few of them did. Then it was a $50 blowjob. Stupid little slut gave away her mouth for the same as a handjob, so we had to set a price. Next thing you know we had a menu of services. You and Brenda weren't doing it. No, not at first. I don't know what it was, maybe that we were unavailable, but the offers kept coming. I? I was an idiot. I slept with a guy, gave him three hours, in exchange for a year-long contract. And Brenda? Nick. He blackmailed her. He heard from someone what the VIP service was. Told her he'd tell you, if she didn't provide it for him. He wanted it for free. She finally agreed to do it, but for the same price as everyone else. She was smart about that. If she did it for free, he'd want it all the time. He couldn't afford more than once every two or three weeks. He was the only one. I knew better, but I wanted to see what Brenda had to say. She was quiet, slowly stroking my cock, surprising us both I think when she started to get a response. She kissed my chin. This is difficult to talk about. Would it be okay if I got this guy nice and hard and took him for a ride while I finished my story? I allowed her that liberty, and a few minutes later I was inside her again, while she laid on my chest. I liked the feeling of that, her full breast flattened, billowing out on the sides. I'm sorry, Dave. So goddamn sorry. I know you won't be able to forgive me. Please don't hurt me. Shh. I calmed her. I'm not going to hurt you. Get it off your chest. You need to. She nodded, rocking back and forth slowly on my cock. I convinced her. Spreadsheet and numbers. We both push the hard sell, get us up to three crews, full time, and then we'd be done. It should be self-sustaining after that. We figured two to three months at best. Ended up being over five before we started shutting down our involvement about a month ago. Everything was perfect. It was easy and comfortable taking her like that. I was hard enough for fun, but the three previous finishes sated any need. How could you possibly believe you'd never get caught? The first few times, you're scared to death. Afraid to go home. So sure he'll know. Then it gets a little easier. After a while you stop thinking about it altogether. It's only temporary. You'll stop, and everything will be back to normal. We were delusional. She rose up, her hands on my chest, lifting those hips up and down, 
doing the work for a while. It stops being anything but a stupid job for the most part. When you're not doing the choosing, there's not a lot of romance in it. None? I asked, finding it hard to believe. She shook her head. I had a couple of nice regulars. Two. They could get me off. I didn't mind them. Even liked them a little. Not enough to go bareback or swallow. Big cocks? I couldn't help myself. Not them. There were three pretty memorable ones. One lousy bastard who hurt me. I wouldn't do him again. It was interesting to have a nine-inch cock, thick as my wrist, but not all that good. One of my two favorites was only maybe five inches. But man, he could use it. She leaned down and gave me a quick kiss before I could stop it. What you've got is just about perfect. It's what? Close to seven inches? Thick. Much longer, and it wouldn't be comfortable. No, this here's what a girl's looking for. Nice little ego stroke, but I'd take it with a grain of salt from a lying whore. She rode me quietly for a bit, then returned to laying on top of me, letting me use her gently. When she shows up, any chance of you taking her back? She loves you more than life itself, you know. It's going to kill her. My best friend, Gail. Fucking my best friend for six months. Doing things with him she'd never do for me. Did you know she never let me have her back door, but it was a regular item on your menu? She bragged about it to him, that he got what I didn't. She stiffened up. How do you know that? I confronted him. I was sent pictures and a video? She looked up at me. Do you know who it was then? Who exposed us? Who do you think it was? I asked. Probably the husband of one of the girls. I don't know if she talked, or he found out by accident. Brenda must have gotten word. She took off so quickly. The help was married too. Three of them. Another with a live-in boyfriend. That's really fucked up, Gail. She nodded quietly and started thrusting back more firmly against me. Could you forgive her? She said abruptly. She never meant to hurt you. Nick blackmailed her. Six months. Who knows how many men? Doing things she denied me. Lying to me, cheating on me, when I supported her in every way. Hell, it makes me her pimp, putting her in business so she could become a whore. Now everyone knows. I'm humiliated. Scared to death to go back to work and face the music. No, I don't see ever taking her back. You could move away. Start over. It wasn't an affair. There was no other love. She was stupid, but she loves you. God, how that girl loves you. How she talks about you. She'd make it up to you. I know she would. I don't want to talk about it. I told her angrily. Enough. She lowered her head while I pounded my cock into her from below. I'm sorry, Dave. I don't want to hurt you anymore. Punish me if you need to. I rolled her onto her back and fucked her hard angrily. She took it quietly, even getting excited after a bit. I didn't let her come, getting my rocks off while leaving her high and dry. She didn't complain. She left the bed cleaned up, then brought back a warm washcloth to clean me. She gave me a little taste test, before settling back into my arms. She was quiet, and I thought she was almost asleep. I don't deserve this, but thank you. You've always been a better man than either of us deserved. I kissed the top of her head, lost in my own feelings. I should have detested her, but I felt sorry for her. Her life was ruined. I'd give her shelter for a bit, and use her for my pleasure, but that was it. Still, I held her, feeling her soft skin, knowing her feelings for me, and that I'd always liked her. She fucked up big time, but I didn't have the heart and need to punish her much more than I had. Outing her, ruining her marriage, making her a laughing stock, 
Now Nick and my cheating whore wife? I couldn't think of any way to punish them enough. Brenda stayed invisible. The police visited me twice more, with no additional information. The second time, after a few weeks, they told me they weren't looking for her. It looked like she'd left of her own free will and didn't want to be found. I didn't hear from her, and when she stopped using the ATM card and the joint account, she disappeared. I figured she was somewhere in the Orland area. Maybe Tampa.Nick's marriage was over. I was amazed that his wife of a few weeks would get anything out of the divorce, but I guess her lawyer was good. Then I found out why. She was pregnant. Poor thing. The lawyers worked it out that nothing became final until the birth and proof of parenthood, but the house was sold, and he was paying for two households that he was a software programmer, an IT job. Why somebody would hunt him down one night and beat the hell out of him, going out of their way to break his hands and fingers, I have no idea. Someone must have been very unhappy with him. It cost me two grand. Money well spent. I figured out that twice a month for five months, at around $200 a shot, was $2,000. He paid for it himself. Ironic. Whoever did it, also kicked his testicles halfway back into his body. Me? I had an alibi. I was fucking the hell out of my wife's whore partner. With a little help from modern medicine, I did my best to make it an all-night thing. Three holes in those amazing tits. Knowing what was going down across town, I was riding a high, while I was riding my whore. The asshole disappeared not long after that. I decided I'd keep track of the divorce, and if he returned to town, maybe have someone pay him another visit. He never did, that I know of point seven months I kept Gail and used her well. Any way I wanted, any time I wanted. Naked blowjobs when I walked into the house after a long day at work. Taking her tight ass while she was doing the dishes. Multi-hour oral sessions, seated in my leather chair, watching the ball game, my loving whore on her knees. Long leisurely fucks in our bed at night. Entire weekends with her wearing her sexy French, made outfit, getting fucked on demand. She hated that outfit but never denied me it wasn't cheap. Housing and feeding her didn't cost much, but I used about $15,000 of her own money to pay her lawyers. She got off on probation for the prostitution gig. Lack of evidence, so they made a deal. The pictures of her with the asshole were claimed to be nothing more than consensual sex. The two had known each other for years. The business did clean houses and any payments received were for that express purpose. No VIP treatment without at least a cleaning. I guess her lawyer was pretty good. Gail was grateful. She kept my house impeccable, cooked and cared for me. If I got pissed at her for anything, she'd give me what I needed for the night and retire to the guest room without a complaint. When I got maudlin about my shitty life, she'd hold me and soothe me. She was just what I needed at the time to get over my cheating wife. Yes, I recognized the irony that I learned things from her. She was wild, a little kinky. We played with toys and light bondage. I fucked those big tits of hers dozens of times. I spanked her ass raw often, used the belt on her more than once. She'd come explosively when I fucked her brains out afterward. I spent almost an entire day with her tied up, using a battery of dildos and vibrators on her, seeing how many time I could get her to come whenever the excitement got too much for me, I'd finish in her hot little mouth, and go back to work on her body. At one point I had her so on edge I just laid beside her, gently sliding my finger across her clit, and watched her come softly with each stroke. Dozens of times. She was incredible. It was on a Saturday, a few months after her divorce was finished. We had spent the whole day spoiling each other. She was lying in my arms, and I kissed her. I rarely did, and she melted for me each time. 
It's time, I told her softly. Time? To move on. I felt her stiffen. How much longer do I have? What do you need? I don't know. I need to find a job. A place. You need to start looking. Let me know what kind of progress you have. Are you sure? What we have is good, isn't it? It's very good. You've been wonderful to me, baby. But I've got to move on. I can't help thinking about her, with you around. You understand, don't you? She nodded against my chest, then kissed it softly. I do. I didn't deserve this much. I know it. You've been more than generous. I'll start Monday. I thought we were done for the night, but she worked her oral magic and rode me with a sad desperation. Afterward, I held her as she cried herself to sleep. She moved on. Found a small apartment she shared. Got a menial job as a receptionist. She looked good, the best she ever had. She'd been in nice shape when I took her in, and she worked hard to improve that for me. It paid off. Oddly enough, we remained friends. Friends with benefits for a long time. My own divorce came through, and I started dating again. For some reason I never tried before then. I don't think it was because I was being faithful to my marriage, because I sure as hell used Gail thoroughly and often. I ended up in a couple of exclusive relationships for a while, but couldn't find what I needed. I enjoyed those times, but when they were over, I'd take up with Gail again. She kept some things at my place, and stayed over more often than she went home, but it was different. She was mine when I wanted, but she went back to her place when I told her to. She never left on her own. Every couple of months, she'd probe a little. Can you forgive her yet? I don't think I ever will. It was too much. I'd explain. The same damn conversation over and over. Always during sex, when I was at my weakest. She wouldn't press too hard, just send out those little feelers. I started to wonder if she was in contact with Brenda. If she knew that I asked her, and she denied it. No. I don't know where she is, and haven't heard from her. Then why the questions? I think you need her. If you were ready, I'd find her for you. It's the least I could do. Bring back that cheating whore? You think you'd be doing me a favor? I snapped angrily. She looked sad. I do. If you found the right girl, I'd stop. I want you to be happy, Dave. I wish it could be with me. I understand it can't. I know it could be with Brenda, if you could find a way to forgive her. All I had to do was remember her lying there, naked, lubed up and ready to go. Laughing and joking. Telling me how wonderful it was, thinking it was Nick all the time. Giving him her ass, which she'd always denied me. God, that irked me. It's not going to happen, Gail. It was too much. They say time heals all wounds. It might have healed mine, but it left hellacious scars that it was four long years before I finally did move on. My business was successful, my anger had dissipated, and I had the world's best sex any time I wanted. I needed more doubt I met her at Arby's of all places. She ran into me and dropped her tray with all her food. She'd been having a bad day. She started crying that I'm a sucker for tears. I sat her down, took her tray and receipt to the counter, and they replaced everything for free. I brought it back to her and left her alone. She barely stopped crying long enough to thank me. She must have lived nearby. I ran into her three more times, twice at the supermarket, before we both laughed and said we had to stop meeting like that. I bought her a coffee dot a week later. I ran into her again. I had figured out she did her shopping on Saturday mornings, and I was in the store for two hours before I accidentally found her. Her smile made my day. She let me buy her lunch. I left with her number.
The next day I asked her on a date. It's a small world. She was 28, divorced, childless. Four years earlier she had only been married a year, when she learned her husband who worked from home had been using a certain cleaning company once a week. I explained my wife's involvement. She walked out on me, her meal half finished. I didn't see her for four weeks, even though I staked out the market. I called daily for a few days, then every few days, then I stopped. I could take a hint. Gail soothed me with her body. Frequently and thoroughly. The woman gave great consolation that I shopped late, not wanting to see her. It didn't matter. It was after 7 p.m., and she walked up to me. I'm sorry. It hurt too much. Me too, I told her. I didn't want to hurt you anymore, so I thought I'd leave you alone. You know your phone number is blocked? She asked. Yeah. I still get some awkward calls. It's unlisted. I couldn't call. I've been in this damn supermarket for almost nine hours. I'm sloshing from so much coffee. I was getting afraid you'd found somewhere else to shop. Two weeks later she stayed the night. The following week I cut Gail off. If I'd known it was going to be our last time, I might have made more of it. Jenny and I spent the weekend together, mostly in bed, telling each other our full stories. She couldn't get over my relationship with Gail. You'll take care of one cheating whore and keep seeing her, but dump your wife for doing the same damn thing? She sounded angry. I know. I can't figure it out either. I confessed. I guess the difference is, Gail didn't cheat on me. She gave me what I needed when my life was a mess. She felt so damn guilty, she catered to me completely. It helped. When I was ready to move on, she let me. No fuss. She shook her head at me. Jesus, Dave. I can't believe I'd fall for the one poor bastard more screwed up in the head than me. I laughed, pulling her naked body close. You falling for me? Duh. You can be dumber than a box of rocks sometimes. Jenny was good for me. We were good together. Not crazy, mad, head over heels in love. I guess that only happens once, and I had my chance. But good enough to make things permanent within the year. She was very attractive, with a wonderful body, and looked great on my arm whenever I had a function to attend. She was generous in bed, and extremely affectionate. I enjoyed the attention. She vowed her faithfulness and shut down anyone who came on to her. She danced with nobody but me, and made it clear to the world who she was with that I grew to love her. More so when she bore my child. I know she loved me more than I did her. But that was okay. I was happy. I was. The sex wasn't as incredible as it had been with Gail, but it was very good. Sometimes great. I didn't think of her every moment of the day, always planning new ways to please her, as I had with Brenda but I thought of her often. I loved her response when I'd give her a little gift or surprise her with a night out. She was loving, beautiful, loyal, and a great mother. All a man could ask for. The strangest part was she became friends with Gail, my ex-lover and the woman who had participated in ruining her marriage. I still don't know how they met. I think Gail might have been checking up on me. I didn't think they had much in common, but they became close. Gail was over often. I thought it would be much more awkward than it was. Jenny was eight months pregnant with our second child, on bed rest. Gail was visiting, helping around the house. We'd come to depend on her. She still cleaned like a maniac. Didn't wear the special outfits anymore, which I have to confess I missed. We were relaxing in the living room, late, my daughter Rebecca Long put to bed. It is enough? Gail asked. What? What you have with her? With Jenny. You seem happy. 
Is it enough? I am happy. She's a good woman. I have a wonderful daughter and a son on the way. Can you forgive her now? She asked. Why? She's out of my life. I hardly ever think of her anymore. I know you, Dave. I've loved you for years. You settled. I felt angry at her words. A loving, faithful wife. That's what I have. She nodded sadly. You do. She loves you to death. She died before she cheated on you. Why are you doing this? I need to know. I'm sorry. I wanted more for you. Not just contentment. You deserve more. I'm happy, Gail. Happier than I've been in a long time. I know. I'm glad for you. It's been a long seven years. She held my hand. I'll never be able to thank you enough for what you did for me. You didn't have to. You should have dumped me. Burned me. Punished me like you did them. She left me. I reminded her. It's okay, Dave. I understand. We deserved it. All of us. That and more. Don't ever think twice about it. It was harsh, but we had it coming. I finally realized what she was saying. She knew. Knew it was me. She humiliated me, Gail. I loved her so damn much, and to see her like that. Calling me by his name. She fucking came from an ass-fucking when she had never allowed me to touch her there. I could barely keep the hurt in, my eyes filling to point of overflowing. I know. She knows. She'll never contact you. But she'd kill to hear your voice again. If you could forgive her, maybe she could move on. Start living. How long? Four years now. I had to know. Know why she ran. That was cruel. Cruel? Like what she did wasn't? Hers was unintentional. She never hurt you on purpose. You know that. She knew exactly what she was doing. Screwing other men, giving them what she never gave me, laughing at me behind my back. How is that unintentional? The act was bad. What she did was horrible. We all realized that. But she would never have willingly hurt you. She forgave you long ago. Can't you do the same for her? I... I don't think so. Every time I think about her, I see her that final time. I hear those vicious words. I can't get it out of my head. Even now. I don't think I ever will. She sighed. I understand. I'm sorry. I think it would be good for you. I know it would help her a lot, even though she probably doesn't deserve it. I can't help thinking about how wonderful you were to me, still are. Even now sharing your life with me, this little bit. I feel guilty. Could you do it for me? Forgive her? Please? I can't. Not yet. She leaned her head against my shoulder. All right. I'll leave it alone. I'm sorry to dredge up the pain again. She was quiet for a bit. I'm seeing someone. That surprised me. I don't think she dated once since it all came crumbing down. You like him? I do. He's not you, but he's good and kind, and he seems to really like me. I'm not all that, Gail. She looked up at me, and I saw the tears in her eyes. You are. Still. The best in so many ways. After what I did to your business. To you? You can still say that? Absolutely. We deserve that and more. You know I'll always love you, but it's time for me now. Time to move on. I know that you love her. Your new wife. And that's good. I hope you stay happy. You have a beautiful family. I hope things work out for you and Jeff. Jeffrey E. Davidson III. He's so very proud of that third. I hope it works out too. 
Can we still be friends? I hope so. She stood and gave me a kiss. Not the kind of kiss a woman should give a married man. I understood it was goodbye. We had both moved on that I climbed into bed with my loving, faithful wife. I held her belly, feeling the occasional movement. She didn't ask why I was crying. She was content to roll over and hold me. I don't know how I felt, but I was glad to have her by my side, her big belly pressed between us. I don't know how she got my number at work. The call came out of the blue and hit me like a thunderbolt. Hello, Dave. She said that I'd know that voice anywhere. It would never fade from my memory. Five years of marriage to another woman, almost ten years without hearing it did nothing to alter that. Hi, Brenda. Would you come to see me? Please? Now? After ten years? Yes. Please? Soon. I know I have no right to ask, and you certainly don't owe me anything, but I'm still a selfish bitch, I guess. I need to see you. Talk to you once. Face to face. Please? What's that supposed to accomplish? What can you possibly say that will change anything? Nothing. The past is what it is. I destroyed the best thing in my life, and I have nobody to blame but myself. I had hoped that one day you could forgive me, and I dreamed that one day I'd be at your side again, but we both know the truth. Then why? I need it. I? I'm begging, Dave. You hurt me badly. Maybe I deserved it, but it still crushed my soul. If you have even the smallest shred of mercy, the tiniest fragment of caring left for me, you'll give me this. One time. I'll never ask again. I swear, after this it's over. Please? Call me a wimp. A sucker. Whatever. I agreed. I couldn't tell Jenny what I was doing. I should have, but I couldn't. I told her it was a business trip. I only took a half a dozen a year, but it wasn't that unusual that IT wasn't that far. Seven hours by car. She was no longer in Florida. She was only one state away. I got a room at the edge of town, called home, and slept a fitful sleep. I ate a late breakfast dawdling, trying to get up the nerve I needed. I drove up to the address, shaking. I could barely breath when I looked at the decrepit apartment building. I pressed the button to allow me into the building, and I heard her voice. Come up, Dave. To be, the door is open. The door buzzed and I walked up the stairs as if I was on my way to the gallows. I knocked then turned the door handle, entering her apartment. It was devastating. Small, but incredibly neat. Immaculate. It was in homage to our marriage. Pictures of us everywhere, and pictures of me and my family. The family I should have had with her. That she cost us. It was emasculatingly painful. Like a kick to the nuts. I stood there, trembling, all of it coming back. I'm in the back. I heard her call out dot I in her bedroom. Did she believe it would be that easy? Like I could stand to touch her again. What was she thinking? The resurgent anger strengthened my limbs, and I marched toward her voice. The room was open and a wraith was lying in the bed, looking up at me. Emaciated, sunken eyes, hollowed cheeks. Dull hair pulled back severely. Hi Dave, forgive me for not getting up. The sight of her was unnerving. That voice I'd known and loved emanating from the shell of a woman in front of me. Hi, Brenda. Been a while. She smiled, and I saw the flash in her eye, the glint I'd once adored. She patted the bed beside her and I sat, still unable to fully comprehend what I was seeing. The pictures? I asked, grasping for something to say. Gail did it for me. I had a couple from Facebook, but not enough. She made copies and sent them to me. She keeps me updated. I hope you don't mind.
I shook my head. That's not healthy. She laughed, and I saw her wince. That's the least of my problems, Dave. She reached out and put her trembling hand on mine. Thank you for coming. I was mesmerized by the wedding rings. The rings said I'd given her. I saw the white tape wrapped around the band, so it wouldn't fall off her skeleton-like finger. Why am I here? Like I said, I guess I'm still a selfish bitch. There's four things. First, I had to tell you how sorry I am. I have no excuses. I did a terrible thing and you called me on it. I guess we both paid a hefty price for my betrayal. It was the worst thing I could do, and I have spent every day of my life regretting it. I never meant to hurt you, and for that, I'm eternally sorry. Sorry I did it, and even more so that it caused you any pain. You did nothing to deserve that. It's been ten years, Brenda. Ten years since you ruined the best thing that ever happened to me. You destroyed me once, but I've moved on. I know. Still, I had to apologize. You never let me. You did on your way out, as I recall. I did. I said the words, but at the time, I was still feeling too much self-pity. That sorry was as much for my own loss as yours. Selfish. I am sorry. She gave my hand a soft squeeze. Second, I need you to know I forgive you. I didn't for a while. You hurt me, and I was angry. You didn't give us a chance. Maybe I didn't deserve it, but I wanted it, needed it, and you denied me. When I learned you took Gail in, when she was as bad as me, worse even, it galled me to no end. I understand now. It took me almost two years, but I forgave you. I didn't ask for your forgiveness. I know, but I forgave you anyway. I'm sorry for what I did, and forgive you for what you did. And now I suppose you want me to forgive you? Yes. Please. That's number three. For your own sake, if not for mine. Can you forgive me for being so stupid, so selfish? For not thinking about us, when I was so desperate to prove myself in business. I did the unforgivable, but I'm asking anyway. Why? Why would you do things with him, with them, you wouldn't do for me? Why would you laugh at me? What did I do to deserve that? Nothing. You did nothing but be a wonderful supportive husband. A terrific husband. Incredible lover. Her veneer of calm was cracking, and her voice broke. It was a job, Dave. I didn't enjoy it most of the time. I often fantasized I was with you when I let them use me. The talking, the stupid words were just that words. Ways to keep them happy, get them off quicker, get it over and done with. Idiotic, I know. You came with my cock and your cheating ass. For him. You denied me for years, and you did it with him, and enjoyed it. I faked it, baby. I always did. I had to. They pay for it, and I gave it to them. I swear as God is my witness, I never once enjoyed it. Especially not with Nick. I hated him for what he did to me. I'm sorry that all these years you were forced to believe otherwise, because I never had a chance to explain. You faked it? I'm supposed to believe that. She nodded, eyes glistening. I have no reason to lie. Not now. It is what it is. It doesn't change the fact that I cheated on you. Deceived you. I was a terrible wife. But I'm begging you to believe me. I never enjoyed it. Why did you do it at all? Why anal, when you never would with me? For the money. They paid extra. That was all. I was a whore. I didn't tell myself I was. I convinced myself I was a successful businesswoman doing whatever was needed to succeed. I regret that. I don't like anal. I'll never understand how some women do. 
It hurts, and I get no pleasure from it. Still, I'd give it to you now, as sorry as it would be, but I know you'd never accept it. You're not a cheater. There was only one in our marriage. All I can do is beg your forgiveness. Please? I know I don't deserve it, but I'm begging, Dave. Begging. Forgive me? The tears were running down her face, and seeing her lying there, like that, her life as much a ruin as her body, I couldn't deny her absolution any longer. I forgive you, Brenda. She shook her head. No. Not the words. I don't give a fuck about the words, Dave. I need you to do it. To forgive me from your heart. Forgive this selfish, cheating lying whore for destroying our marriage, shattering your heart, and stealing your future. For not giving you the children you wanted and deserved. For ruining the best thing that would ever happen to either of us. God, I did a horrible thing, and it's so unfair, but I... I need this. Forgive me. She leaned forward, clinging to my arm, shaking, sobbing, tears soaking my skin that I eased her back onto the bed, brushing her tears away. I climbed up next to her, laying beside her, and wrapped her in my arms. Her lamentation was soul-rending. I didn't think anybody could hold that much pain. I had done this to her. I wasn't aware, but I'd punished her more than any one person should endure. I'd destroyed the one true love of my life. Not that she hadn't given me cause, but did anyone deserve this? I'm sorry I hurt you, baby, and I forgive you. All of it. It's over, Brenda. I loved you with every fiber of my being, and it hurt me more than I can say, but you are still my first true love, and I forgive you. I know you never meant to hurt me. She didn't deny me. She clung to me, until the tears stopped, and the shaking disappeared. I looked into those eyes. The eyes that had won my heart all those years ago. I pressed my lips to her dry, chapped ones, and felt her welcoming response. There was no passion, but there was still love. Love and forgiveness that I laid beside her, gazing into the windows to her soul, open, pleading. I forgave her. Thank you, she whispered. You're welcome. I'm sorry it took so long. She shook her head. No more apologies. I have one last request. It may be difficult, or it may be the easiest thing in the world. I don't know. Ask. I need you to keep your promise. Promise? That day. That horrible day. When I looked into your eyes and saw what I had done. You made me a promise. I need you to keep it. She had lost me. She took my hands in hers and drew them upward. With dismay I felt her pull them to her neck. I pulled away, but her scrawny hands were stronger than they looked, and she jerked them back, around her neck. I only have a short while left. Days, maybe a couple of weeks at best. I know it's selfish of me, but I want you to be the last thing I see. The love I had. Let me pretend for a moment, one last moment, that the last ten years never happened. You told me you loved me, you always would. Even beyond the hurt, I saw it in your eyes, but it's faded. I've lost it. Let me go, thinking you still love me a little. Like I should have all those years ago if I had the courage. When the love was still there, betrayed, but strong. Please, Dave. Keep your promise. Sure. I told her, raising my finger to her lips. You know how much I love you, Brenda? I've always loved you. From the first time I saw you. I always will. My hands dropped down to her neck. My lips brushed hers. I'll keep my promise. That's how much I loved you. Still do. Her eyes glistened and shone, like they had once upon a time. When we were younger, foolish, in love. Before, she didn't fight it. 
I saw the corners of her mouth turn up one last time. Her eyes remained fixed on mine, even as the light within them dimmed, fading forever. Her lips moved, mouthing a final, I love you. I'll always love you. I whispered that I kissed her cold lips and closed her eyelids. I removed the band from her dark hair, spreading it out. I used to love to see her like that. I pulled the sheet back and saw she was naked. I couldn't stand for her to be found that way and searched through her drawers. Nothing fancy to wear, but I picked out her nicest panties and bra and dressed her. I pulled the sheet back up, tucking her in nicely for her final sleep that I had loved her once. A raven-haired beauty who promised me her love till death do us part. She kept that much of her vow. My love had faded, but enough remained to keep that one hateful promise that it was a long drive back home. I needed my wife. My beautiful children. I hoped Jenny would still understand and not ask any questions if I once more cried myself to sleep in her arms. It had been almost three years since I had done that. Brenda forgave me. I forgave her. I wondered how long it would be before I could forgive myself. 